to episode 189 oh, wow. of the Just to Runners podcast. And we, uh, well, one week ago today, we were old PA Turnpike Half Marathon in, I don't know, what, what actual city was that? Waterfall or Breeze? It was near Breezewood, PA. Breezewood. Breezewood's yeah. where we stayed. There was some little town, I think, little area, actually, uh, yeah. where the turnpike was, and the address I had to put in said waterfall when okay. we were driving there. So. I wore my shirt in honor of it. Oh, okay. mine's in... Not on purpose, but I realized, I'm like, oh. I wore mine running yesterday. Thank you. So. Yeah, that was different. It was definitely a different... Here's James and Amy. They are coming into the Zoom room now. Hopefully. Hi. Hello. Hi. I think I think Dawn was the problem. We can hear you. Oh, you can hear me? Good. Yeah. I can hear you. Is James there or is it just you? He's coming. Yeah, he just got home from work and was getting showered real quick. So he should be out in a second. Okay. Initially, Sherry Summers who was there, came up with the idea and posted it in our group on Facebook months ago. And somehow we got a whole, we got a pretty big group to go. I think we had, what, 15 people uh, from our uh, running group in the Youngstown area to go drive three hours to go run this race. And you've never been on the podcast before, so I want everybody to introduce yourself. Uh, Amy Rossler. Go ahead. Say hello, Amy. <laughs> Hi, Amy. And uh, how long have you been running? We don't. I really don't know that much about. Well, I guess I since I was a kid, but then I kind of took a little break, um, probably from like after college, and then had Gavin, and then got back into it just within the last couple years. Yeah, cause I probably know. I don't know. Have I known you two years yet? But it it feels like longer now. Yeah, I think about. Yeah, I think it's been almost exactly two years. So, uh, yeah, you somehow found our group and started running with us, and now we're dragging you out to half marathons on the other side of the <laughs> uh, <laughs> other side. We're in Ohio, and we had to go almost to the other side of Pennsylvania for this. And uh, what was your initial? What made you decide to go to this one? Was it just the group pressure or? Yeah, it just it sounded like a lot of fun. Um, we were out, James and I were out one night with um, some of the other runners, and they were talking about going, and I think Franca and Dave were talking about the, maybe being pacers for the race, and we just thought it would be fun. It was a, a nice weekend that worked it out date-wise, so signed up, and um, for James, it was kind of his first real race back from being injured last year, so that was nice. And uh, you had a more. There's James. I I was like I saw the thing slide. <laughs> I was watching it slide. <laughs> I think I'd be all sneaky. Hi James, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. We were we were trying to schedule some bike rides. We want to make sure you can make it. Uh, I'm pretty busy this <laughs> summer. So I'll be able to make it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work with you on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Free up my schedule, maybe. 
Amy said she can free up your schedule. Uh, <laughs> you can do that. Have the calendar, the power of the calendar. <laughs> for anybody that doesn't remember, James Johnson's been on here several times before. And thanks for joining us. So, uh, yep, thank you. We were just talking about how we got uh, talked into going to this uh, half marathon. This has been a big event planned for us for several, several months. <laughs> uh, what, what was it about? the race that got you to decide that you were willing to go travel for it because <laughs> I blame it all on Sherry and then Amy said that we were going to do it but um initially I, I really wasn't thinking about I don't, the uh the course itself, I was just like, yeah, it's a half marathon. I kind of was thinking it was just going to be a bike path type deal, which it turned out not to be like that. But um, no, it kind of worked myself into trying to race it as hard as I could coming back from injury. And um, yeah, I knew I wasn't going to PR, but um, I, I had high, high expectations. But then the, um, even though I did do better than what I thought I was going to do. The, the course definitely uh, made it tough. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Everyone signed up for it. So I was like, yeah, sure. I was, well, we found out probably, what, February or so yeah. when we were going to sign up for it. I was running for about a month, and things were going okay at that point. So yeah. I was like, yep, we'll do it. So Yeah, I kind of caved pretty quick to peer pressure i wasn't sh i saw sherry get it started and then i didn't wasn't thinking about it and then aaron messaged me that they were doing it and they said i think others are doing it and my list snowballed in february yeah <laughs> how'd you get talked into it don oh i i'm i don't know it doesn't take much to make me <laughs> sign up for stuff so Except for 5Ks, so it's hard to twist around into those yeah, now. 5Ks aren't really my thing, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It did. It sounded fun. It actually, it, was it wasn't really a bad ride there, most for me. But uh, I was actually at the rest stop, and Aaron, and I was looking at something. I got a drink, and I was looking at the pamphlet to see if they had anything about Breezewood area. All of a sudden, I almost had a heart attack because. Aaron came up like next to me. I didn't realize she was there till like the second. <laughs> but, uh, you you had a stop on the way there. Where'd you, Amy and James? Oh, yes. So we uh, me James didn't want to go on the turnpike all the way out there. So we kind of took the back way, and it wasn't too much out of the way. Maybe about twenty extra minutes to go visit Punxsutawney. Um, and little did we know that in Punxsutawney they have thirty six acrylic life so well bigger than life size like six feet tall um punks Tawny bill statues they're called fantastic bills and they're all different themes all over the town and um we, we had maybe about what 45 minutes um to yeah, stop there and we, we got pictures with about <laughs> half of the, the fills so i think we're going to need to take a group run up there one day and maybe try to find all the fills. How long does it take to get to Punxsutawney from your house? It was probably an hour and a half. Yeah. A little more than an hour uh, and a half. Yeah. That might be worth it. Do the Punxsutawney fill run, run from up to all 37. Yeah, yeah. It's a cute little town that yeah. we're in. So. 
Yeah, kind of that. I'm just I'll bring it up. Uh, this actually was just such a great weekend spending with friends and everything because we did the break. We had a little short run in the morning. I, I think most of us ran about a half hour and then did breakfast, and that just got the off to a really great start. You missed breakfast on, sorry. No, I did. <laughs> and I know we met up, and then somebody had a great idea about going to see something. And I'm really glad you're here, Amy, because this was another one of your ideas. Uh, yeah, so I, I took it and ran really with it. Like, yeah, I like taking pictures with like big statues of things, and uh, I found out there was a giant coffee pot attraction near where we were were staying for the half marathon. So Bruce coordinated, and before dinner on Saturday night, um, I would say about a dozen of us made it out to the giant coffee pot to to get some photos and, and check it out. Didn't disappoint. James doubted. I, I think James was doubting we could get everybody out there for a picture, but I got. Yeah, he's doubting the whole thing since February. The whole event. <laughs> I. I um, he made it all happen. You forget. Last summer, I got like a dozen people to ride fifty miles on a bike to take a picture in front of a, the lake. But <laughs> in the end, Mexican apple. <laughs> <laughs> like a risky idea. <laughs> you got to take chances. Uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't do it without uh, running, but it's not as dangerous as eating Dairy Queen before a run. But <laughs> and we all had a good dinner. You found and you I got to give Amy more credit for the day for the weekend. She did find a nice place for us to eat. It worked out pretty good. I think everybody was happy with that. And it may have been the only place to eat in, in that little, little town, but uh, yeah, that works out well. So nice little Everett's original Italian pizza, delicious. Yeah, I wasn't seeing the coffee pot. That after the coffee pot, we went to eat. I mean, it's hard to top the giant coffee pot, but. <laughs> <laughs> Then uh, what was nice was they weren't doing the packet pickup till after five o'clock, so we were able to go see the coffee pot and eat, and then then get back because I had uh, gone and checked into the hotel first, and then we got back. We were able to do it. Did you guys uh like the shirt and uh, your headlamp? First time I ever got yeah, a headlamp. I've worn, worn the shirt more times than the headlamp so far, but yes. <laughs> Yes. The shirt's actually like high quality, and a large is an actual large. <laughs> well, Dawn's got hers on, even though nobody yeah, listening can see any of this. Yeah, we're, we're sitting in the sun. Podcast, yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah. You know. I, I wore this. I thought the headlamp was really heavy, so I was mm -hmm. with it. I wore my own headlamp. Yeah, I had a handheld one that I just carried. But. I I brought my chest one. They run with a lot, and I did, did wear their headlamp too. And it, it for for them putting it in uh, your giveaway bag, uh, it seemed okay for that. And I, it was yeah. bright enough. And when we get to the tunnel part, I, I really thought it between what I had, I was fine. Especially since there was a whole crowd of people when I first went through the tunnel. But yeah. uh, and obviously Don likes the shirt because she's wearing it today. <laughs> I, and I, I did not do it on purpose, but I yeah made that connection this afternoon. But 
So uh, not bad. And green's not a color you normally get, so it's different. Mm-hmm. Well, you wore. You, Amy says she's already worn it more than she wore a headlamp. So I, I know I'll get more use out of my shirt than the headlamp too. <laughs> <laughs> So race day, uh, that morning, I they actually had a, we all, most of us stayed at the hotel, the same hotel, which was supposed to be the race hotel, and they actually started breakfast early. That actually worked out pretty nice for us, I thought. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And I know a couple people, maybe I shouldn't talk to about them, but uh, did anybody else have trouble getting in there? I know two people got lost on the way there, but to the race. Yes. We didn't have a problem. But that, that area is hard to navigate. Getting out of the hotel, first trying to get out of there. There's, um, I don't know, probably six or seven lanes all together, and then they're designated straight and left and right. And <laughs> you got to know it's lots of red lights both to each other, which makes it difficult getting the right lane when you need to get there. <laughs> yeah, it, I think if you knew the area better, it'd be a lot easier to drive. You gotta know which lane to be in. And mm-hmm. it's weird and if you get in the wrong lane and you get on the turnpike, there's no turning back. <laughs> uh, okay, and, well, we got there, and anyone wanna describe the course in the fact that they don't allow anybody under 17 to actually participate in this, because we better put an adult warning on here, because we're driving there, and we're like, oh, make a right at the penis. Yes, yes. Earmuffs. That's how we made sure we didn't Yeah. So, yeah, there was some um, graffiti, and some of it was, was pretty graphic along the course, but it did make for some entertainment and things to look at along the way so you know between watching to make sure you didn't lose your footing and enjoying all the the graphic art it was was plenty to see (laughs) Um, i think one thing i was going to talk about the big attraction with this besides being the old turnpike was the tunnels was anybody that's actually before the race that's the number one thing i was concerned about I was really wrong about that. But mm-hmm. How was it running for a mile in the tunnel for you guys? Dawn, did you? I love the tunnels, to be honest with you. Um, it, the, fir- it was di- the first one was different. Like, you had to get used to what that felt like to run in it. But, you know, we, we, we went, I don't know, was it like two miles to the first tunnel or something like that? James probably knows exactly. Uh, it was like three quarters of a mile to the first one. Oh, okay, so not even a mile. So you got to that first tunnel and then the tunnel was what, like a mile long? Yeah, a mile and a quarter-ish. Yeah, about that. They said it was one point, they said it was a mile and a quarter in the tunnel and the sign there. Okay. And, and then we came out and then we went, what, like a couple more miles out mm-hmm. back out in the open. Then we hit the second tunnel that wasn't quite as long, right? The second tunnel. Yeah. A kilometer or so. What was it? a kilometer or so long and then we came out of that tunnel and we did an immediate turnaround i grabbed something off the 
unattended water table that I thought was water that was not water. So it was not. <laughs> it was barely Gatorade, maybe. Yeah. That was when Don, Don, and I saw each other and we did. Each other's yeah. Motivation. Yeah. What? I trailed Amy that the whole first half. I trailed her. And then I trailed Don all the way back. So <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> going. It, it, it was it was nice but yeah so then we did that turn around right back into the tunnel and i'll just say real quick so we got through that second tunnel i don't know about the rest of you but between those two tunnels on the way back <laughs> i just really like i was like kind of i usually i usually carry water or or my element with me on runs i normally do because i'm just used to like especially marathons and stuff i like my element and i just didn't that day i just thought oh I'm just going to go out and not push real hard and there'll be water and stuff out there. Well, the first water station was, a, was attended. Well, then the second one was not. And then I, so then between the two tunnels, it, I just all of a sudden got really hot. Like I was hot. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, it warmed up quick. And then, then I, there was another unattended water and I was just like, being stubborn, like I just didn't feel like stopping and pouring my own water. <laughs> like, I'll just get water when I get back. But I kind of regretted it after I was like past it, like, oh, I should have done it. But, and then we hit that tunnel again, the, the tunnel again, and I was like, oh, and I knew as soon as I hit that tunnel, and again, I think I could have grabbed water there, right? Wasn't there water? There was a water yeah. station right outside the second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I didn't, but I was like, oh, but I'm going to cool off in this tunnel, and then I'm going to be done at the other end of it. So that was kind of my race strategy, but yeah, between the two tunnels, if you look at my pace on my watch, it would just like get really, really slow. But anyway, that's my race recap. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, how how the ra well, racing the tunnels go for you? I, I kind of agree with Don. I think the tunnels were, to some degree, the more comfortable part. I was actually surprised I expected the air to feel kind of stagnant in there, and actually there was a good breeze kind of coming at you, so it really felt cool. I had enough light. I had two lights um, on my waist belt and then one that I was kind of using in my hand, so I, I felt like I had enough light. I would have liked to be able to see a little farther in front of me, um, but I, I thought the tunnels were were good. I felt like I was flying, um, contrary to, to the pace on my watch, but um, given the the quality of the ground outside the tunnels, that, that was definitely yeah, the, the easiest part to run was, was inside the tunnels where the cement was intact. Except for that giant puddle. Did anybody step uh, in the giant oh, puddle? puddle? Yeah. Remember the big puddle we had to jump up on the sidewalk? Yeah, I went up on the sidewalk. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> Which was a bad idea. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, I ran through that big puddle. Are you guys talking about the one that, like, on the way back more so? Yeah. yeah. I, I told myself I'm going to jump over, but then when I got up to it, I was like, that's it's wider than I thought it was. So then I was like, well, I'm going to step in it. And luckily it wasn't all like rocked out or anything. I didn't twist my ankle or anything, but it was deeper than what it actually looked, which I kind of planned on. And uh, yeah, my foot actually got pretty wet stepping in it. 
Well, was, I think Greg said that too, Bruce. I think Greg on Saturday's run said he stepped through the yeah, puddle and didn't realize how deep it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a little deeper than he thought. I kind of found where the smallest part was and went across there and was able yeah. to there was the one spot better idea would have probably just been to run to well at the time over to the left side which would have been the side you were on when you're running out because it wasn't that wide over there but it kind of just because you're stuck looking just where your headlamp is at where the light is at it comes up quick and you don't have enough time to think about where you're going to go to and well, the tunnel actually was probably my favorite part of the whole race. Now, the part that got me, and you guys can give your opinion for the road conditions there were worse than I imagined. I had heard some people warn me about them, uh, but it actually, it I thought they were really bad. Uh, this would be, I almost think it'd be like almost doing a technical trail race. Because uh, mm -hmm. you you couldn't you had the total concentration on the road at different parts. There, as a matter of fact, the road in, in the tunnels were the best part that I saw. I never made it to the yeah, second yeah. tunnel, but yeah, yeah, both tunnels were about the same conditions. They were fairly smooth compared to Definitely. what was outside in the elements. Yeah, and I want to say there was another stretch in between the tunnels that was decent. I don't remember exactly where, but there was maybe one more stretch in there where the pavement was, was pretty well intact. But for the most part, it was a lot of, I, I kept battling, like, is it better to just kind of stay and run on the gravel and pay attention or try to find those little pads of cement and, and hop along those? And I still don't know what the answer to that was, but it's tricky. Yeah, that's the same thing, Amy. That's how I kind of was. At first, I was like kind of going around, and then I was like, you're wasting a lot of energy, like going back and forth. So I mm -hmm. kind of tried to just stay, uh, you know, on a straight line and watch my footing. But yeah, my heart rate got a lot higher, faster than what I was expecting because of jumping around and yeah. trying to find a good path. And it stayed high the whole time, but, um, uh, that that's why it was even coming when you had like three miles of downhill coming back after you do the turnaround coming out of the what would have been the third tunnel my heart rate it never came down even running down the hill just because you're still trying to find good footing mm -hmm. well my race i never saw the second tunnel uh my race ended rather abruptly <laughs> uh <laughs> We, I got to past the three mile mark. I saw that I was actually running with Jill at the time. I had caught up to her, and actually, I wasn't doing too bad. I was getting to a nice, I thought I was getting to a nice rhythm, and then caught my foot on one of the uneven pavements, I think. And I went down, landing on my well, you guys saw my injuries my elbow and my <laughs> shin were all scraped up, brush burn. And I stood around, somebody had a back the water backpacks, the camelbacks shot water on it to wash it off and I started looking I wasn't sure how much it was bleeding or not and after a minute or two I decided to just walk back and that kind of ended my race there I mean uh, I don't regret that I mean I probably could have toughed it out and finished somehow but I was worried a little bit about my left leg hit was the one that hit and then I landed on my right side and I was didn't feel quite right so I ended up being okay but 
luckily all my brush burns pretty much a week later everything seems to be healed up uh, and I made it back I should have went a little faster on the way back I could have beat James to the <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I pretty much walked back the whole way and then at the two mile mark right before we get into the uh, the, the what would have been your fourth tunnel uh, yeah it was the first tunnel going back where they had the uh, there was a lady there with the water stop and she helped wash it we would took a couple of cops washed off my leg again and she had some first aid stuff and ointment and stuff I got all that on there so I, I did get back I saw uh, Chad in the tunnels and he passed me and I, I believe he was the fifth person to pass me I think he was well he did finish fifth overall you finished James yeah. congratulations to you you were sixth overall yeah I uh, came in sixth um it came with twisting my right ankle twice and my left one really good once of all places the smoothest place um in the tunnel the last tunnel which we were all just saying how well there was much better the footing was inside the tunnels but uh my left foot decided to find the one and only big boulder inside of the tunnel and landed on it with my left uh heel before coming down I'm mainly a four foot striker but it, it caught it before even my four foot hit and yeah my headlamp almost flew off my head <laughs> it echoes a lot inside the tunnel too whenever you're yelling bad words <laughs> but um well yeah I, I kind of hobbled along for about 10 seconds and well, I could back off and when I was walking back through the tunnel I could hear the runners coming up I didn't hear you because I had just got out of the tunnel right before you passed me and I didn't realize it was you behind me and I heard so I kept turning around to check to see see if I knew the runners so it was kind of that was kind of fun uh, at least I got to see the leader I got in shortly after Scott finished and got to walk it was a different view for somebody that's at my pace to be in uh, one of the first ones done watching everybody else finish but uh, so I, you know, I thank that lady. She was nice enough to help me out. And actually, there was quite a few people while I'm walking back that were still. I was surprised how far back. I thought I got to the end of the people, and and I didn't see anybody else. And then a couple a minute or so later, there's a few more people still coming. So I think there was uh, another gr a group that started a little late, just walking the course. Mm -hmm. Several people offered if they had anything to give it to me but uh i made it back i'm fine now and just scrapes a few battle scars and james talking about twisting his ankles like i said this you in the tunnel i could definitely understand there was a few rocks out there but yeah and just the way the the way that it's concrete and I don't know if it's just the way the color of the concrete is and, and my light, but it, it didn't pick up like those imperfections in, in the ground like it would if it was probably blacktop maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You kind of, after being out in the sun for that long too, then going inside the tunnel, it takes a little bit for your eyes to adjust well, but. 
Yeah, yeah I could see. I know. I could see, but then again, like those small little depth perception is off a little bit, I guess, inside the tunnel. Yeah, I know when I went through the first time, it was a different experience than when I went back because the first time I went through, there was a big, fairly large sized group of runners, so it was very well lit with everybody's lights. Yeah. Then when I went back, at first there was like nobody else in there, and then mm-hmm. then I saw a few people coming from the other direction. Uh, I know there was a couple people in there with no lights or nothing, which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think somebody came through on a bike, if I remember right. Somebody shot through on a bike, and then I, I think it was one of the yeah I think yeah. it was one of the race uh, just organizers. I don't know and, workers. And then I started getting passed by some of the leaders coming through, and I was making sure I stayed out of uh, anybody's way that was still racing. <laughs> and like I said, I, I'm now 47 and one against the half marathon. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as I say, not too shabby, Bruce. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, any other any other thoughts about the course? Anybody? Or? No, just I was it was an experience for sure, and uh, I think you know all the the running we do at Mill Creek on the regular with all the hills and and those things. Some of the halves we run in there definitely helped us be more ready for it. But nothing nothing quite prepared us for the for the terrain on the ground. <laughs> you got to go do some technical trail or some of the hard trails in there to get ready for that. I think if you want to go. Back there, even maybe out in the sun too, because there's very little. I mean, you got the tunnels, but yeah, all the rest the of it is. Yeah, there's no the trees aren't that close to the road to keep it covered. Yeah, I did notice from the parts I saw, which was about the first 3.3 miles of the course and back. I really there wasn't much shade, and uh, once you have a, all, about four miles in the tunnels where you're shaded, well shaded and cooled off, but the rest of it's out in the sun. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I I, I don't see myself going to do that one again. I, I don't, I probably wouldn't sign up for that again. I'm glad I did it, but. It was a unique yeah. experience. Yeah. I'd love to get our group to go to another race like next spring and everybody do it, especially if it's another half, because we were talking about it uh, the other day and uh, doing a full was a little more overwhelming and yeah. you got so much more. I think people could go and it was a little more fun because everybody was just doing the half. Right. Yeah. yeah, we were able to have some fun on Saturday. Start. And then, too, on the way home um, on Sunday, everybody seemed to make their little stops and um, some people did some hiking at different places. Yeah. And, um, we visited the, the old Bedford Village um, in near the race. And, you know, so that was nice to only do a half and still have some energy to, to enjoy the beautiful day. Yeah, because I'm hoping we can throw some ideas out there and do something, do more races like this where we get the whole group together and have a away trip. Or even finding something that has like 10K half and full marathon or a combination of something yeah something that has halves in yeah you know so people some of the years a good time where everyone's kind of getting out for the summer and been training all winter and spring and cold and rain and snow and it's fun to get out and finally 
push out a race or just go have fun with friends. Yeah, because to me, uh, I think what made it great is it was such a good group of friends all going, right. we were all having fun yep. together. And that's besides, what really made it fun. And I'm just going to thank everybody that was there that helped make this a great weekend, including Don and Scott, Amy, James. But uh, there was also Aaron, Brandon, Greg, Renee, Franca, Jill, David, Lydia, Sherry, Brenda, and Chad. I hope I didn't forget anybody. <laughs> yes, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget anybody. <laughs> and then we even met the other guy from Columbiana. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Matt, wasn't it Matt? Todd, is that right? Was it Todd? Was it Todd? I don't what? remember. I don't remember. Oh, no. We well, can call him Todd. Todd we'll call him Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll hear this and, and let us know if that's right or wrong. Oh. I, we, Don and I, I think, ended up seeing Todd during the race. He was, I think, right around where we were. Yeah. He did finish yeah. near, right around uh, where you and Don, I think. Just, yeah. I think he, was he right after you? Right after or right before me. I, I just, yeah, remember. he was finish line he so, was right yeah. in that same time area that because you two were pretty close finishing weren't you i can't keep checking when everybody yeah, finished I, amy and i were pretty close finishing yeah i think we we're like about a minute minute and a half apart something yeah. like that don't yeah taking over the masters the ladies masters <laughs> right <laughs> represented yeah yeah not yet bruce is that do you have that uh noted for everyone that actually placed in their different divisions uh no i didn't look that up um i just so i know chad got fifth he's and then i was sixth, sixth. overall I, was was i i think i was first age group you i don't know what chad was um i know amy and dawn for the masters and then lydia placed scott didn't he place it did he place in the masters yeah. or Scott, I, um, I just looked his up. So Scott finished um, second in his age group. Yeah, he was sixth placed in the Masters, male Masters. So Scott came in 17th overall. Um, and I'll just do a little humble brag on him. He's not here. <laughs> Scott ran a full marathon the week before. <laughs> he ran a two third. What did he run? No, not a two. A three. What did he run, Bruce? A three three thir three thirty one something. Let's say three and a half hours, not two thirty two. That's crazy. Anyway, but he ran a he ran a pretty solid marathon. He qualified for Boston. Yeah, yeah, it? And, and then he came and he did pretty well. I would say one week half. later. <laughs> one week later, after running Cleveland. Yeah. And he finished. I'm like, are you even going to be able to run? <laughs> he did an hour 36 chip time. Yeah. And then Renee was first in the female of her age group. Um, and then um, Jill's son, who was his first race, oh, yeah. he won. Um, he was first in his 18 to 29. He was 12th overall. Yeah. Yeah. 12th overall. His first half marathon, he ran like 135. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. I believe it was his first race ever. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what John said, yeah. Yeah, so I'd say that our little running group represented pretty well there. Except for the guy that crashed and burned on the way out, but... <laughs> but you got us you took amazing finish line photos of all Oh yeah, I got a few compliments on the really photo. I appreciated that. <laughs> well, oh, you're... 
You all see my finish line photo. <laughs> I can't. I'm glad they got mine either right before or right after I tripped right at the <laughs> Well, I was trying to catch Chad, Chad in the tunnel, and that kind of, that was hard to do because by the time you know it's him, he's like right next to you running, so it's hard to get that picture. And yeah, I missed uh, I missed uh, James altogether. And I don't know who took the picture. Somebody took your Was it by the uh, people at the race took your guys' picture when you were hugging at the finish line? Because it looked like me and Brad are in line for a hug or with James or something. We were in like, yeah, we, had that, we didn't know that picture was taken until I saw it on the website. And I was like, oh, look at this. And, uh, at first, I noticed Chad. And then she's like, oh, look, there's Bruce. He's in line. <laughs> Oh. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Uh, hopefully, we can do something else like that again. Another race. Uh, oh, shoot. Forgot one of them. I think I. Where else did. You said you stopped somewhere else on the way back? Or you just went through the town of Breezewood again? Or. No, Bedford. Well. Yeah, we went to, it's called the Old Bedford Village, and it was um, a bunch of homes that were around the county of Bedford in like the 17 and 1800s, and they actually moved them all and kind of put them back, put together. Them back together and made it into like a little village, and they use it around there for like education. All the kids come on field trips, and they um, do like candle making, and there's a um, what's it called? Like where they like a blacksmith, yeah, blacksmith, and, um, all kinds of just ten guy. Yeah, things of the time, and um, it's just open. Luckily, it opens Memorial Day weekend, so we were Ooh. like, well, I was like, let's go. And she was like, okay, I'll take my twisted ankle. We'll go. Uh, but, but it was cool and it wasn't very crowded that day, so we got to kind of zoom through about the 38 different buildings yeah. um, that, that, that had all been put together there so it was neat James uh, how lucky can you be I mean you guys have been dating just over a year and now she's taking you to all these wonderful sites punks and know, seeing all the gophers 30, yeah, like 37 30 gophers and, yeah, 30 and a giant coffee pot and 30 old houses if it wasn't for Amy you never would have seen this giant uh, coffee pot we all would have missed out yeah and the coffee yeah. pot you might have seen the coffee pot in. Someone's gonna find the coffee pot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any other last thoughts about it? And we'll get going. And I want to thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Uh, thanks to James for coming on again. And Amy was first timer. So. We'll, we'll have you back sometime. And any last, uh, any, anything else, Don? No, I think I'm pretty good. An honor co-hosting with you again, Bruce. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm a co-host now, you guys, but I don't show up half the time. So. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> okay. So it be you and Greg and Bruce. That's right. We tried to... Yeah, I gotta get Greg back on some. Uh, he's going back and forth so much. Yeah. I never know his schedule, and 
Yeah, I would. There were so many people going, it would have been impossible to have everybody on. Right. But since Amy was the one that came up with all these, the coffee pot and where to eat, and her stuff. <laughs> I do like the idea of going to Punxsutawney. I, th I think you got to onto something that we need to go to Punxsutawney and do a run to the 37 fills. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be fun. It wouldn't be very much running. They're, they're pretty close together, I think, so. To make it like, maybe, maybe it'll be like a 5K. We do like a 5K race for the fills. Run. <laughs> maybe that'll get Dawn into 5Ks. That, that could be the perfect 5K. We'll just run from fill to fill taking selfies. Run a lot of 5Ks, James. There's so much pressure. Like, there's, there's, there's so much pressure. So. I, th I think the, a couple years ago when we did the quad series, maybe that was just too much for you. <laughs> we did the quad series a couple times, so. And the fact that a lot of the 5Ks are in the evening, and I go to sleep early, so. Yeah. <laughs> we were, the quad. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to make sure I scheduled this early enough. Because I know the between the three of you, it's probably average bedtime of eight o'clock. Yeah, it is. early sleepers here. Closer to these two because they are my people, Bruce. They are up in the morning. They are. And we're ready to go at five a.m. Yeah. I get up every day at five. I get up for work. I know, James. Do you still run out at the base? Do you ever run? Yeah, I still run there in the mornings. Yeah. I mean, so that's not far from my house. And I always said, like, if I was as fast as James, but <laughs> that would be yeah. not a good thing. So you really do need the headlights. You're used to running in the dark. Well, well one of the reasons why I always run at work is because there's like street lamp or street lights uh -oh. on base. So it's pretty well lit and the traffic's low on base too. So I can go there early and I don't need to wear a headlamp or anything. However, there's some dark spots that I gotta watch out for the skunks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be worse. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're my buddies. They just sit there and kind of stare at me, so <laughs> wag their big fluffy tail and watch me run by. Yeah. Yeah, keep the yeah. skunks over that way because where I work is actually on the other side of Ridge Road. We can practically see the base. Uh, you can keep the skunks on that side of the road. Yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of them on the base. Same here in Portland. We have a ton of skunks in Portland. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. And then having dogs, so it's not really a good <clears throat> No. Yeah. In Boardman, all I see is the deer and squirrels. I don't see them. Yeah. There's a fox on base, too, usually this time of the year. Um, there's usually like a little family of them that always comes out this time of the year. Usually a little bit earlier than this year, but this year I've been seeing the one for the last three weeks now on base and he's scared of me and whenever you come running, but every once in a while he'll come out and like act like he wants to play, but then he runs back to the hallway that he comes out of. <laughs> There was a little bear running around Portland not too long ago, so I know. Don't tell Greg. That'll really freak him out. Yeah. A couple people spotted them on their, you know, like on their little home cameras. So, 
don't know what happened there. It was little. It was like a baby. It was a baby. Yeah. Still not as good as that giant pig on that. Oh, um, the pig was the best. That was just, <laughs> so random. <laughs> some some pig. It's some guy there on uh, farmers near that uh, the bike trail down there in Austin Town that had pigs and. All of a sudden, he one comes down the trail. <laughs> Boop. Hmm. And then he started running with us. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 actually went up and knocked on a few people's house, to, and then one guy made a few phone calls and found out who where it went. But man, you just don't expect to see a pig would come out running with you. <laughs> So wait, real quick, I know we're wrapping up, but James yeah. and Amy, you guys like, are you training for any marathons, half marathons? What's on your agenda? Um, I am training for the Air Force Marathon in September. <laughs> okay, kind of getting getting into that now that the, this half is over. That's exciting. I'm in limbo. <laughs> so I, the reason why Amy picked the Air Force one was because. Um, I applied for the Air Force team and I was going to do the half marathon. Well, I just got the email earlier this last week that I wasn't picked for it this year. Okay. So now I'm kind of in limbo what I actually want to do because I kind of feel free. Because my other goal, I wasn't planning on going sub 90 minute on this half marathon. Well, my goal was by September for the Air Force half marathon to be able to do that. But now I already met my sub 90 minute goal and I'm not obligated to the team. So I haven't really picked what I'm going to do yet for this year. So there's a there's a few of us going down to uh, Columbus in October. Yeah, I thought about Columbus. I thought about maybe doing the half at um, for the Air Force half marathon and then maybe doing Columbus. Well, I know. Or maybe even the Haunted Forest one because it's super flat as well. That's but, Yeah, mostly uh, that's on the toe I don't have my heart set on trying to do sub three yet. Like there's, I want to, I want to really bad, but at the same time, I need to take care of my body too. And I'm mm. pretty sure I'm fully recovered from whatever happened to me last year. But at the same time, I kind of want to give it a, this year and make sure that I am because I have a feeling that's something that could very easily come back the way it came on like I mean no no doctor was able to tell me how it happened or what caused it something as simple as just getting out of bed wrong could have caused it but that's the scary part of not knowing is of not knowing what happens you don't know how to prevent it again <laughs> yeah right well right. I know Aaron's doing the half in Columbus and me and Brandon okay. Scott and Don are all doing the full so so there is a big group for Columbus again uh, right now there's five of us running it okay. that I can think of we're still working on a few people so maybe Amy's gonna do a full in September and a full Amy, I'm doing Berlin in September. Scott and I are going to Berlin and running the marathon. Wow. We're going to Columbus just for like a, you know, a fun run. With yeah. So join us. Yeah, maybe a half in Columbus in October for me. 
If I can still walk, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You'll have to. You got time. They're like a month apart. They're four or five weeks apart. You got plenty of time. You could at least do the half. Yeah, I'm not that set on like making the Air Force one like going for like a PR or anything for the half. Or I mean, the marathon would be more so because it's a little flatter, but it's still there's some decent hills on the full course and the half marathon it's not flat at all so that's why i really don't want to try to like race race at the air force uh marathon or half marathon and try to find something maybe in october to actually that way i can still go support amy for the full and be able to do maybe a half or I even thought about the 10K as well. And then in October, maybe try to use the Air Force one as a training run, training race, and then do something hard in October. <laughs> well, now's the time to get signed up so you can start getting ready. That's <laughs> I know. I've been sitting, well, not really sitting, but all weekend at work thinking about what I want to do. Because like this week, like I don't know what type of workouts to do. So I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> I'm leaning towards Columbus. It's a great race. <laughs> I think the the course is, you know, it's not totally flat, but it's a good uh, right. fast course. So if you're going for a time, I think that would be the one you'd have a good chance at there. Yeah. Uh, and you got a lot of crowd support. So and there's other runners. That's the one thing. Uh, that haunted forest ones. It, it's flat and because uh, it's on the towpath, but I'm not sure right. how big it is. And then. If you knew, if you want the crowd support, it's hard to get that when you're out running on the towpath. Yeah. That's just things you got to consider if you want somebody it's that wants the crowd support about. or not. Yeah, the crowds definitely help. I think we got them leaning that way. Come on, yeah, <laughs> Amy, just go sign them up. It'll be all right. I would, it would not be the first time. <laughs> Accidentally happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, uh, we got five of us going: Aaron, Brandon, Don, Scott. So you know, we'll have a nice time. All right, we'll wrap this up. Next time we'll be talking about James doing the Columbus Marathon. <laughs> 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 uh, hey, thanks for being the on. The reason I'm hesitant about Columbus though is that I'm zero for two making it there. I got injured both times. Third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being on, guys. And uh, take care. And I will be seeing you out there somewhere soon. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Have a great night, guys. Yes, you, you guys too. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye.